in life when we don't like i don't know what it is about like us as people and everything like this when we're doing something positive in our life and it's not in the sort of stage of doing it in a big run or like doing like some glorious sporting event and you're just like I, i'm trying to change my life for the better like some like people need to sometimes cut well, people need to come out all the time and go, look, I see what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep pushing forward because that support, even though it might be small, even though it might be tiny, can make a world of difference. Welcome to the Persistence You podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Meredith. Each week, I bring you stories from amazing survivors and strivers all threaded together with a dose of persistence. And so glad you're listening. Folks, this week, I am honored to bring you Miwa Adibi. And Miwa, I may have just said your name incorrectly, your last name. I was so proud of myself. But Miwa is my friend who is the host of Day In, Day Out podcast. He is an athlete, and he just ran a marathon in recent history. And when he and I finished our conversation, when I was fortunate enough to be on Miwa's program, I wanted to know more about him. He brings such energy and joy to the world. And so I wanted to find out what is the story behind the story. And Miwa, thank you so much for your time. I know you're coming from the United Kingdom, uh, patching in five hours in my future. Uh, <laughs> so I appreciate you making the time after your hard day of work. Thanks for being with us. Elizabeth, thank you for having me here on your like show today. It's a privilege and an honor, to say the least. I love it. And this will be on YouTube for listeners. This mm-hmm. time, we're, we're making it happen. So, Miwa, thank you. And do tell a little bit about yourself. Please, I want to know your backstory and how you got to be the person you are today. Yeah, my name's Miwa B. Yes, I am the host of the Day In, Day Out podcast. Uh, yeah, I've been doing the podcast since 2019. Uh, reasons why I started the podcast. Um, as time goes on, like when you, like no one tells you this, but when you go out, like when you first start out in life and you go out in your sort of teenage years, you mm-hmm. like go, we are legion. And like you get a loud roar of people like cheering and you go, yes, off we go. In your 20s, the, the crowd is still there, but it's not as loud. In your 30s, yeah, it's not, yeah, you, you kind of look around and yeah, the, like, this, the crowd is sort of dissipated and it's more like, yeah, we're more of a crap tube. In the 40s, you're like, okay, you've got your ride and die people. But with that, as each decade goes by, you get the opportunity to talk to new people less and less. So your ability to learn and grow sort of diminishes over the course of time. You get, you know how they go, yes, you get set in your own ways uh, as each year goes by. No, it's not a case of you get set in your old, like your own ways. It's a case of you have no, like you miss your opportunity to talk to new people, the opportunity for you to grow and expand gets lesser and lesser and lesser through the simple process of 
not being able to go out as much. Like maybe you've got new responsibilities which come into the fray. Uh, maybe it's a case of, yes, that tight group of friends uh, start to move away and they're dealing with their stuff in life, mm -hmm. uh, just living. But with that, I was like, yes, I didn't want to be... Um, I didn't want to be set in my own ways. I didn't want to sort of miss out on that. And with the podcast, I like to talk to people and I like to learn from people. So this has given me an excellent opportunity to learn and grow along the way. I've been very privileged to have spoken to a number of people uh, from people who fought like fought off cancer and won, uh, people who have like, yeah, done amazing things, done adventures, started businesses and like have a whole new outlook in life. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I did not start a podcast. And by doing that, it's just, um, I, I would say it's sort of, I've grown uh, as a person and I've had the fortunate, uh, the fortunate uh, opportunity to speak to over 260 people. Wow, uh, wow that's a lot of guests on Day In, Day Out podcast. Yes, and normally, I'm, normally my podcast would be twice weekly, but with a latest addition to the family, that's kind of made, pushed it down to one a week. I'm getting, uh, just trying to adjust and get like timings right, and I'll get back up to two, possibly three times a week. We shall see. Wow. So you, there's a new child in the family? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Congratulations. Why, thank you. Uh, yes, I, I just witnessed the whole thing. Ah, the horror. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, but yes. Uh, I guarantee you, from her perspective, that, you got the uh, job. <laughs> I'll put it this way. She was on gas, air, and epidural. Uh, yeah, so you know what I mean? It was a totally different journey for her compared to me. So, yeah, she did a fantastic job, though. And yes, oh. have a lovely baby girl in oh. this world. That is so fabulous. Congratulations. And I bet that would make it really hard because you lose a lot of sleep and then you lose your focus and then you lose the ability to have a quiet room to record in. So that has to be a real... Oh, look, like this is a thing. Yeah, like, the whole thing with the time, it's, how can I say, it? it's more compressed. Right. Like the sort of, like, yeah, I can't sort of take the sort of whim or like a liberty with the time. It has to be like, yes, really locked in, really focused mm -hmm. uh, for it to be like to make sure things can happen. And yeah, there's times where, yeah, the odd guest counsels on me and it's like, going, I had that time set up. Right. No, don't do it. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you can't, you can't, they have no idea how precious that time has become. Oh, yes. No, it, the time is precious. It's always precious. It's just a case of you got to make sure, like now it's a case of maximizing that time. Right. Like, uh, I won't lie. Look, in my lifetime, I have, oh, I have like burned enough time to like, yeah, maybe start new businesses, travel around the world and do a whole host of things. It's just when you kind of realize that time, like we all know time is finite, but we still take it for granted. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, same thing with our sort of freedoms out there in this world, because you like, look, until 2020, uh, when it was like, yeah, everything shut down and every, everyone was like staying at home. People just was like, yeah, 
this will always be open. That will be always open. And like, yeah, along the way, you can lose so much. And like, yeah, put it this way, someone like myself who loves to go to the gym and loves being in the gym, when 2020 hit, that was gone. And like, it was a case of, yeah, I did a lot of running that year. Um, Maybe I shouldn't have ran as far as I did from my house, but that's, that's all gone. It's not party gate. So I'm not going to get in trouble. (laughs) At least I hope, but we shall see. But you know, it's all cool. Yeah. You do run some real distance. Now, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I watch you on Instagram and you're always running, of course, England, United Kingdom's not known for the most balmy weather. So you're running in the rain, you're running in the wind, you're running in the elements. Hey, I'm from Alaska, so I can respect that. I, I can't relate to it because I don't run, but I can certainly respect that you have to do whatever you do in the weather you're given. But when did all that begin hardcore for you? Yeah, first point. Okay, yeah. Okay, when you say the weather, okay, look, she's from Alaska, people. Alaska <laughs> is like like frozen tundra. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, polar bears hang out there and go, yep. <laughs> it's like, but, it's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for myself, I, I, I should say I'm an on and off runner. Uh, like basically, there'll be segments of my life where I will go at it and I'll go at it hard. Uh, beginning of this year, uh, my friend, like a friend and like, well, he was a podcast guest and now a friend, uh, Colin over in China was like, yes, like, yeah, we're going to do the four, four. Like he goes, do you want to do the four, four, 48? Like, I don't know if you know of a guy, a gentleman called David Goggins. He's a like former Navy SEAL. Oh, uh, okay. like, yeah. One of the toughest, most probably one of the toughest, maybe like people would say most insane human beings you might actually ever meet in your lifetime. But he does this thing every year where he runs four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And yeah, me like Colin was doing it in China. I was doing it over here in the UK. And yeah, and yeah, it was intensive weekend of getting it done started on a friday night and ended it yeah on monday uh yeah very tiring very demanding but i did that amount of running and i didn't do any like i was doing bits and pieces of running here and there but i was like going to the gym and then like my friend was like going yeah this year london marathon uh there were some charity spots do you would like, would you like to do it? And this was back in, I would say, beginning of June when he said this to me. I'm like, I, from doing the 448 in February to June, I may have ran six times or so. So I wasn't in the best sort of cardio like shape, but it was like, yeah. But I was like, hey, saw that. Like, because I was like, getting back on it, this will be an excellent thing to help me. <laughs> and yes uh the sort of running uh began uh from that point in time to now uh but it consisted of uh running uh, at least like when i when it, at the height it was running three 10 mile runs eat like during the week those were my short runs and then doing 15 to 18 miles uh for my long runs so yeah 
Uh, but like, this is the thing. Getting up to that, it was when I like first signed on, like signed on to the London Marathon. There was a half marathon, which was at the end of June, which I wanted to do so I could get the sort of vibe and feeling of what it would be running around people over a great distance. We've got a thing over here in the UK, and I think it's quite global, called the Park Run, where you run 5K every Saturday. Like, it'll be a case of, and you run it as a group. 5K, like, for is a nice distance to run, but it's not like, it's not okay. 5K, I think that'll be the equivalent of three miles or so, like, over it, yeah. But 5K, it's not wild to take a long run and you can, like, be like, okay. When I signed up for that half marathon, I was in for, how can I say, a painful education, let's just say, Uh, because I went at it and like, this is the thing. I, I would say I'm a stealthy, competitive person. I will, I like competition, but I don't like sort of broadcast it. So I was competing against people who didn't know I was competing against them in this run. Like, so I was like, yes, I must keep up and beat that person. I must like overtake this person. And like, I kind of knew I screwed up because I have set up my, like, my Garmin to like do laps every four miles to sort of indicate where I was at. And like before this race, like I would do four miles in say 45 minutes, 45 minutes to 50 minutes on the day of this race. Like my Garmin said to me, yeah, at 39 minutes. So I was like, Oh, Oh no, I've gone out too fast. Uh, Oh no. And it's quite a hot day. And I was wearing a, hooded top uh like a hoodie and like it was just like one it was just like a series of different mistakes i was like okay took off the hoodie like i thought i'd settle in still running like too fast got through got through the four got through the eight and i still kept persisting carrying on and yeah got to when i got to sort of mile 12 like the cramp uh started to set settle in uh, and basically, yeah, on both legs. And so by the time I got into town, again, both legs had cramping. I was in severe pain and I could run for about, say, 50 meters and then walk, run for 50 meters, then walk about 20. And I like got across the line and I did it in the fastest time I've ever done a half marathon, but I was literally wrecked along the way. And it was just like, yes, I was sitting in the park looking at this bandstand in Lemon and Spa. Uh and basically thinking, yeah, I I'm I'm gonna walk back home and yeah, like maybe sit down, get some ice cream, like yeah, just like yeah, like and lick my wounds. Unfortunately, I I got about I got up, I started to walk and like my legs were like, no. So I had to call my lady to pick me up from there. And yeah, much to my suffering and chagrin, it was like, ah, but this is the thing. At that time, I weighed something like uh, 120, 
almost 120 kilos in body weight, which I think is around about 260 pounds. Okay. okay. Uh, But that was like at my heaviest and like I was just purely on eat loads and lift heavy weights. So it was like, yeah, if you like look to me, I'd be like, it was like power, power strength, power strength. But from that sort of, like when I realized the sort of mistaken error I was on, I had to change up my diet, had to like really sort of focus on what I was doing and yeah, introduce the free runs, like basically uh, four runs. Like the first, like when I started doing it, it was like, yes, uh, four, like four runs, eight miles each and slowly build up to get into the free 10, like free 10 mile runs to basically getting it up to the 15 to 18 miles towards the end. The second, um, the second sort of training run before the end, I did my fastest ever, like half marathon. And then I still finished it off, I believe, with a 18 mile run uh, about two days after. Uh, it was like um, a journey of, yes, bringing it to that level and making it happen uh, bit by bit. So I don't know. I couldn't tell you how many runs or how many like miles I ran in training to like show up for the big day for the London Marathon. But yes, I could say long story short uh, that, yes, I did complete the marathon. But the thing is, one of the things which you can't be prepared for, I think, if you do anything, is the way people showed up at that London Marathon and like to just support, cheer people on uh, from that day. It was like, yeah, very overwhelming at times. I was like, wouldn't lie. I got a little bit misty eyed at times. But yeah, Um, it was a great experience. It's energizing, isn't it? When people stand from the sidelines and cheer you on, it's kind of like that in life too, when you're going through something really hard and you feel the support from other people. Even if you feel like you've hit a rock bottom, that propels you to keep moving forward. Mm, Indeed it does. But like, this is what I would say. inspired me to do that and it's so great it's so wonderful but when you put negative like out in the world you get an immediate reaction you it's Mm -hmm. visceral harsh painful like people really want to clap back against that i would say look people out there in the world Focus on the positive and help people be more positive. Help people be more than they are today. Help people be greater than they are today. And yeah, see how far they can go because you never know. They might inspire you to go further. They might push you to go to higher heights and yeah, uh, to greater levels on a daily basis, a weekly, monthly, a lifetime. Who knows? I like that point that you make because. Like you said, we're just planting seeds. <clears throat> when we 
encourage someone, we don't see that immediate, we don't see an immediate response necessarily. We don't know if it landed and if it helped them. We don't always get to see that. When people, especially go on social media to say negative, tear down comments, I mean, I think people almost get a high from how quickly that sparks a reaction. Mm. I wish we could turn that around so much because it's very important to have that long view and to put out that encouragement and to not hold back saying, you know, you're in the middle of a transformation or, hey, that was great. Or you really inspired me to do, maybe I'm not a runner, but this other thing that I've been thinking about. So what a great point. You know, I would love to see more energy being put toward that positivity. Yeah. And like, this is the thing. It doesn't need to apply to sports. It can be like, yes, I want to write a book. I want to go to this place in the world. Mm-hmm. I want to like, yeah, start um, a start a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It can take any shape or any form. It's you got to just, it's a, one of those things where people just got to remember, like you got like, okay, if I planted a redwood seed today, mm-hmm. walked away, come back 10 years, you go, hmm, that's a pretty impressive tree. But a long after we're gone, long after we're buried, then you see this infinite glory of what that tree could potentially be. You're like, oh, wow. Um, I have no idea the lifespan of a redwood tree, but if someone told me it was, yeah, hundreds of years and it grows like tens of hundreds of years and grows to that mighty level, then yeah, it's like, it's amazing on that side of things. And I think there's more people which can do that. Uh, I know that when I say this, it might not be for everyone, but if more people can, I'd say, yeah, do. Absolutely. Absolutely do. When you were running the marathon, did you meet other people whose story you got to know? Well, like this is a thing I like, well, London Marathon, well, any marathon, I don't think it's the time for polite conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But the weird thing is I did run into like a friend uh, from back in the day. I was like running along and like basically like he pulled up next to me and went, me what? I was like, it's like, look, it's like kind of shocked because it was like, Simon? He goes, yeah, it's Simon. do you remember me? I was like, yes. <laughs> I haven't seen like, like, like apart from seeing him once about, I'd say, eight years ago. Right. I haven't seen him for, whoo, I would say, good dog, uh, about maybe fifteen years or so. So it was like, yeah, it was like, okay. He was like, yeah, you doing the math? And I was like, yeah, well, yes, of course. <laughs> I've got a number. You've got a number. It was, like, it was like, right. So it was kind of surreal to running to someone I knew. Right, in the, like doing a marathon, I knew there was a like a couple of other people running the race as well. Uh, like my my girlfriend's best mate, she was running it, and let's just say she did it in considerably faster time than I. Let's okay. uh, so all I've got to say is well done, Jen, uh, for doing a sub four hour marathon. Bravo, bravo. 
put it this way by the time i finished in five hours 23 she had enough time to go back to the hotel have a shower and maybe you know, grab something to eat uh, mm. it's okay it's okay no no i'm not bitter about it i'm not bitter <laughs> it's you finish it is not you know i mean the main thing is you maintain a commitment to yourself so that's fabulous yeah yeah, you know what? Just to feel good, I'm going to challenge her to our arm wrestle at some point in the future. <laughs> <laughs> if she beats me at that, I'm just like, okay, that's it. Uh, no. That's right. Well, that's see if you can podcast and she probably can't. So there is that. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I love that you give people a chance to tell their stories also on Day In, Day Out podcasts. Where can people connect with you on day in, day out, and also keep up with your exercise, your running, your inspiration that you provide us in inclement weather? It's fun to watch, I have to say. <laughs> well, like basically, you can like find the day in day out podcast on YouTube. You can find it on anywhere you can like download the podcast from. Uh, I am pr- like pretty much everywhere: Google, Spotify. Uh, yeah. So any good place where you can find decent podcasts, that's where I'll be. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, yeah, Mui at 23. So M-U-U-I dot like 23. And yeah, you'll see me and you'll find me. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so very much for being here with us today. It's been a joy to talk with you. And congratulations yeah. on your new edition. Why, thank you. Uh, yes, um, it's been a joy being here, a pleasure, an honor, ah, an outstanding half an hour of, uh, yes, polite conversation. <laughs> I, think- I so enjoyed speaking with Miwa from Day In, Day Out podcast. We recorded on October 17th, and I'm now giving you my quick update, just trying to mix things up a little bit and see what's easiest in getting the podcast ready. It's been a super exciting and busy week. I am very grateful to um, those of you who've written in and given me, thank you, Sally, for the opportunity to find new podcast guests. I've also joined Podmatch so that I can find some new and exciting podcast guests to pitch. And this week, I've finished also second round of edits on Grounded in Grit. Turn your challenges into your superpower. Excited about that. And I'm about to launch my Patreon page. And so what that is, for those of you who've never heard of a Patreon page, for some writers, podcasters, artists in general, this is something that's gone on for actually centuries. But in this case, Patreon is also an app and a program that allows artists to be supported by listeners or readers of their work. And so the cool thing is I'll have a a $2 and a $5 a month option for people who want to support both the podcast and the next writings. And so expect to hear a little bit about that or join me at lameredith.com and find out more soon. I'll have it all laid out. And again, that's the maximum donation is $5 a month. The other one is $2 a month. So no one would be greatly impacted financially, but it's for people who want to have a once a month together Q&A, question and answer time. And there will be special incentives for those who want to, you know, 
be the $5 a month folks and maybe want to learn how to be a great podcast guest. Maybe they want to get a video on the book to movie process. Maybe they want, you know, X, Y, or Z. So there'll be a menu of options that are going to benefit the patrons and it helps support the show, offset the costs and get me ready for the next publication. Also enjoying freelance writing on Upwork now that I'm figuring it all out. So that's been kind of fun. And in general, I'm just grateful to have fall in Tennessee uh, and not have snow just yet. But love hearing from family in Alaska and friends who have already had snow that is stuck. Uh, but that's beautiful. And there is nothing quite like it. Gorgeous place to be. Hope you are having a fabulous week. And thanks as ever for being here at Persistence You Podcast with Lisbeth. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.